1: Hi, I'm Michael Sestuli, and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. In this episode, I'm joined by Pat Hogan and James Rennie, who, after recording this, have decided to start an Italian beef sandwich shop with me. Together with Pat and James, we talk about one of the best TV shows in the world at the moment, The Bear Season 1, created by Christopher Stora, and starring Jeremy Allen White, Ayo Edebiri, and Yvonne moss bachrach While drinking some seltzes and four pint specific ales, we cover how anxiety-inducing the show is, the infamous episode 7 of Chaos, and that opening monologue in the finale that we all know. As always, make sure you're following Cinemates wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review to support us. Now sit back and enjoy this episode of Cinemates.
0: We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You! I want the truth! You can't handle the
1: truth! Open the pod bay doors, now. you shall
0: not Keep your friends close, put your enemies close. I am nothing! No Fasten one. your seatbelts.
1: It's going to be a bumpy night. Get busy, Larry. you get busy time. Adam James, welcome to the podcast. How are we going today?
0: Good Mike. how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm very
1: well. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, very well. Thank you for having me. No worries. So got a big one here today. Oh yeah. The Bear Season One. But before we do that, James, first time on the Cinemates podcast, we'd like to run our new guest through what we're calling the Cinemates Gauntlet. Five questions about cinema to see who you are and what you like to watch. First question, most memorable movie that you saw in cinemas. Um my answer for this
2: is uh, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. I saw that when I was 10 years old um, <laughs> and I still remember that very clearly. I've watched that probably a couple times a year yeah. since then. Um, Who'd you see it with? Uh, my dad. I've seen a lot of good movies in the cinema. There's a lot of movies that I would think are much better movies. Yeah. In terms of the most memorable movie, that is by far and away the yep,
1: most memorable. <laughs> Fucking Oath. Uh, next question, fastest TV show binge. Uh, if I'm being honest, it was this show. I I, I, fin- <laughs> I finished
2: work at 4:30 in the morning the other night on Wednesday, and I watched, I was up till 9 a.m. in the morning watching it. I've watched it four or five times in the past <laughs> week since then. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, this is the Chevy show. I binge. It, it's a short show, so maybe it that's short. a bit kind of cheating. But um, no, this is the this is the quickest show mm. I binge.
1: No, that is uh, some serious binging and some serious repeat binging. Yeah, as well.
0: <laughs> it's the cinemates effect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it's so worth it, and we'll talk about why later. Good answer. Favorite Australian movie? Um, I was a bit torn here. I grew
2: up watching Mad Max, and I love that, but I've decided to go with Animal Kingdom. Okay. Um, I just find that 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 Australian crime back down in Melbourne back then, the way they portrayed it, it's just so Australian. Every scene, yep. Um, and I think some of the acting is just unreal. Like you got Ben Mendelsohn. You got is it? Oh, is it? What's her name? Uh, like Jodie. Uh, Weaver or something like that. They're the the matriarch in that movie. Mm. Um, like, I don't know, the way she, like, kisses all the kids on the list. I know the movie is just weird back to front. And yeah. I love Australian crime. Um, yeah, so that's my answer. No, no Good one.
1: one. Next
2: question. A movie that you think everyone needs to see? Um, I was a bit torn here. so this is a bit of a much tougher question. Uh, <laughs> but I went with Rear Window by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, okay. I think that's just a movie that really exemplifies what a good movie can be and what the medium can actually do. Like mm. it was like watching it back, even though it's like, it is a pretty dated movie. The colors look great. Um, It all looks very modern and it's shot from like basically one room from mm. this guy. And the way the story plays out just through basically his eyes is just, yep. I don't know I find that movie infinitely re- rewatchable. And I think it's a great example of what the medium can be.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. I, I shamefully haven't seen it myself, but I have seen that Simpsons episode that parodied it. <laughs> and I always I was like, I was like, what what was this based off? Um, but yeah, I've heard it's uh, very pioneering in that way. Yeah, um, good answer. Next question: TV show that you're watching in the moment? You've obviously smashed the bear a million times. But, <laughs> and watching anything else? Yeah, I, I've gone for Rings of Power. Okay, um,
2: nice. Just, I know I love Lord of the Rings as much. as I'm enjoying mm. House of Dragon. I feel like this is what I'm more keen for every week when it comes out. Okay, at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's a good little uh,
2: rotation that yeah, a lot of people yeah, are on at the, at the moment. moment. Yeah, I'm I'm very keen with the TV that's coming out at the moment. Yeah. it's been a
1: nice little boost. Absolutely, it's brought my mood up a lot. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I like having stuff
2: to look forward to,
1: and also. Don't know if you're a Star Wars fan, but Andor's coming out on Wednesday. Is, that, a, is that coming out on Wednesday? Yeah, as of time of recording. Okay, it. So okay. I didn't know that was coming Canadian out. convenient
0: for the upcoming public holiday. No, we yes,
1: doing. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just re-watching the three episodes yeah, that they released. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also Rick and Morty,
2: season yeah. six. I, I've been re-watching that. Uh, so watching that. Also, Archer, the new season came out, season 12. I don't know if you guys are go fans of that. Um, Can't you know, say how. Uh, yeah, it, it, that, that. That's on Netflix as well. Yeah. That's a cartoon as well, um,
1: but that's very funny. All right, good answers there, James. So now let's get into the bear. To the listeners out there who haven't seen the show yet, what would we say about the series in
0: one word? And what would we rate it out of five stars, gentlemen? Um, I'll, I'll take it away here. I'm going to go straight with about climactic. Okay, there's one for you for, for all you. Uh, English fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> Boy, you word enthusiasts. <laughs> one, one, one of those English speakers out there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not being an English podcaster or anything. Yeah, bringing yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> you Oh, that is
0: so brave. Do you have any like French words for our French <laughs> listeners? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can you uh, translate that <laughs> yeah. for all of our diverse <laughs> listeners?
0: Oh my god! Sorry. Very, and very rating bad. out of five stars. Um, we'll go a rating of four out of five here. Okay. Um, and I can explain why it's fallen short by a point, but I'll um maybe explain that throughout the, the later end of the podcast as well.
1: Sounds good, James. What did you have for us? One word and five stars. Um, the one word that I picked was
2: um, maelstrom. Uh, okay. I, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> get, Pat, Pat. Translation. Was talking up, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh it just a large storm. I feel like this show is just back to front, um, like just stressful. The mm. constant, you know, ringing of the phone, the background, constant like dockets printing and all yeah. that stuff. This the stress that it induced in me when watching that was just very obvious. Um I've given it a five out of five. Uh I'd I i i am interested to hear what Pat's stopped <laughs> yeah. at yeah. a point for. Yeah. But um I, I thought it was wonderful back to front. I yeah. was Heartbreaking, heartwarming, like hilarious. Yeah. Very well acted. Yeah. And I thought the 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 love for the food came across very, very well mm. throughout the show. Um so yeah, props to whoever did the, you know, those kind of
1: food shots. Hundred percent. I think yeah. you hit the nail on the head. Uh I had a similar word as well. My word was aneurysm. Like the show itself just gave me an aneurysm. <laughs> it was so stressful. but
0: I'm no doctor. But
1: <laughs> self-diagnosed aneurysm and I'm yeah. still alive, which is great. Um, but yeah, it was just very stressful. And I think because it was so stressful, it meant that you were so invested in it. Yeah. And we'll talk about why that is. But yeah, I agree. I think the food shots, I think the writing, it was unique. It was fresh. It was short. I love that it was a short TV show. Absolutely. So we'll dive into more and I could yarn about it to people who haven't seen it for ages. But Aneurysm, Climactic and Maelstrom, I think. Um, and sorry, I also gave it five stars. Um, I thought it was very good and I'm so keen to see where they go with season two. Yeah, it'd be unreal. Um, so now let's get into it. So yeah, we've talked about how stressful it is. I think first episode for me... Um, I'd kind of seen online that it was a very stressful show, but first episode, we kind of get introduced to all the different characters, um, particularly Kami, who's the main character, the chef and his upbringing things. And it sort of gave me vibes
0: to like uncut gems as to how
1: stressful it is. I've seen
0: that um, parallel a lot online as well, deep in the pockets of Reddit that I was in late <laughs> last night as well, uh, being being brought back to the Safti Brothers as well. So yeah, I've had the yeah. The, um,
2: the, yeah, yeah in
0: terms of like how they, um, you know, kind of make that you know stress inducing cinematography, mm. very much like um, a lot of parallels there. I thought so, um, you know, uncut gems, yeah, um, that kind of vibe. Definitely agree, hundred percent
1: um what did you think as well so set in chicago um i think something that they introduced right off the bat also was the fact that they made it very much a part of the story a lot of sort of cityscape shots of chicago the restaurant that they work at is a like chicago beef
2: it's a real place called mr beef um i was it was in my Reddit trench no that I was in.
1: Oh, just so um, full on it's, real.
2: Yeah, so I, it, it's it called Mr. Beef and it's it's literally the exact same outside and everything Holy like that. They filmed shit, it yeah. in this restaurant, yeah. did not know that. Know that. Mm. Um,
0: I think but, as well, yeah. Chicago provides the perfect canvas as well for like the grittiness mm. that the show tries to portray. Like I think that, you know, obviously Chi-Town you know very much a dangerous you know violent sharak. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, you know. Um, type type of city, so it, yep. it portrays really well in that sense as well, so um, yeah, it's yeah, definitely made sense I suppose from a yeah, perspective
1: for sure. I think something as well that just like a general comment before we start getting into characters and things, I think when I was watching it, I also binged it as well cuz you know 20 30 minute episodes Leaves you on a little bit of a cliffhanger, but something that I thought to myself like two or three episodes in, I was like, wow, I've watched like 40 to 60 minutes of this and already I care about the main characters. Yeah. Like, so we'll talk about them now. I think Carmen Bezardo, played by Jeremy Allen White, and Sydney, played by AO Edabiri. I thought to myself, um, And there's more characters as well, which we'll talk about. But, yeah, I just thought that I was so invested already and that just showed how good the writing was. What did you guys think about that? Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. From the very first
2: episode, I was already on board with, like, Kami's character. Um, And I'll get into it later, but I feel like the way that we learn about Michael gives us a lot about the characters. But even Mm. before that, like, we know immediately who sydney is who marcus is who tina is like yeah all these characters are just all unique individuals but they've also like the writing is like so i'm using like a lot um the writing is very um like they develop these characters so effortlessly and within yeah. such short episodes it's yeah it's unreal it's crazy that,
0: um as well like the creator um christopher store as well does so well that you know being really empathetic and kind in the way that he writes, even though it's obviously all centered around such, like, chaos. Um, And obviously, you know, being set in a commercial kitchen Mm. um, is the perfect place to capture chaos Mm. um, from my illustrious stint in hospitality. Um, (laughs) um, But, I mean, like, in terms of, like, how he captures the characters, the empathy and, like, um, everything else, he writes with such passion in that department. So Mm. I thought, yeah, just did so well there. So,
1: yeah. 100%. 100%. I think, um, like you said, James, like we know exactly who these characters are, get allusions to their backstories without having to be told too much yeah. and in such quick time. And I think, you know, we'll explore it more, but I think the the ability to be able to do that, um, especially in a TV series, is insane. Yeah. There, there are a few scenes
2: in which the way that they tell you about the characters is in, is in such mm. an indirect way. Like, look, we'll get into it when there's scenes later, but there's a few ones that really stood out to me, some of the best scenes in TV that I'd seen in a long time, so well-written, so punchy and sharp, the dialogue, but also, like, very endearing to the Mm. characters. It's Mm, not like, like, even though you've got some very um, high-energy characters, Mm. it's never just rude for the sake of rude or, like, unfunny or anything like that. Like, the writing is is funny, endearing,
1: heartwarming, um, and the characters benefit from it. Yeah, Yeah, Definitely. A couple things for me, just quickly that I don't want to dive too deeply into. But um, first one for me, uh, I'm a big foodie. Watch a lot of YouTube, and Pat is as well. Yeah, uh, Maddie Matheson being in the show. Yeah, I did not know that he was going to be in it. Fact, yeah. and like I was like, wait, what? And I thought it was just going to be like a quick cameo. Yeah, but he's like a crucial, not crucial, but he's. He's very much a part of the show and he kills it. He's the perfect
0: character as well. Like he's just like such a warm presence. And I've got such a special place in my heart for Matty Matheson as well. Like I've seen him speak live. His life story himself is amazing. Um, And then just like the way he contributes to a story, he's like he's going to go down there with the forefathers of like, you know, my greatest culinary inspirations, like mm. Bourdain and Marco Pierre White. He's one of them. He's up there. So it was yeah. good to see him and yeah. get a bit of paid homage there.
2: Yeah. I think I think particularly for, like, the younger generation such as us, like, we've grown up watching, like, cooking YouTube videos. That's yeah. probably the most – where I've watched most of my yeah. cooking shows. It's not like I'm on Lifestyle Channel yeah, watching. No, no. Like, I am, but that's not where I'm watching most of yeah. it. And, like, he has been the man for years yeah. in terms of, like – internet celebrity chefs, but all like he's also a very well respected chef. Yeah, um, absolutely. And yeah. I I don't know, I think he's just a delightful personality. And him in anything I've really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and he was he was hilarious. Like he was. So very, funny. very funny throughout the show. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: the, <laughs> sorry. Yeah,
2: go. The, the scene with him and Richie, and it's like, it's like you will not fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I will fuck whatever I want.
1: They're like fighting and yeah, yeah. They're, they're in the in the walk-in or whatever. Oh man, that was so good. I think like it showed me how he was actually really good, like acting wise. Very like, funny. Very funny. Like we talked about it on a previous episode with Hustle about. How often like athletes and people when they have cameos like they're just very blatantly acting. Whereas Mm. I like fully believed this character of Fack and like how he was like uh, Kami and Richie's and Michael's like uh, childhood friend and like would help them out. Yeah fits um, perfectly in the that's group. So he'd good.
0: Be, he'd be no stranger to, you know, the DNA of a gritty workplace as well. Like, obviously, has so many restaurants himself. Yeah. Started parts and labor in Toronto as well and mm. kind of went from there. But, you know, I'm sure there was – I'm sure that's based off a real life, life character from one of his restaurants at some oh, stage sure. as well. So Definitely.
1: Um, and we can dive into some more scenes as well. But uh, one thing I wanted to quickly say, like, because it's in the early few episodes, fuck, like – Kami's sort of still early in his ownership of um, the restaurant, but Tina, man, she's such a bitch at the start <laughs> of the show, and it's so frustrating. Like he he's trying to implement like new recipes on their you know s- traditional stuff, like just make them better. And he's like, oh, don't um don't burn the onions or something. And she's like, no no no, you don't tell me how to do my sauce mm. or whatever. And she turns it up, and it fucking burns the whole thing, yeah. and just things like that. I was like. Oh! Fuck off, Tino! Like, yeah. Perfect what do you guys point, think of perfect of that? point
0: of friction? Like, and and such a coming of age character as well for her too. So, yeah, like, it was good to see her kind of mature and, um, you know, eventually, you know, step into that paradigm of family. Yeah. Um, which was such a recurring theme throughout it all. So. Um, it was good to see her go full circle, I guess. Yeah, because, like, say. at the
2: start, we see Tina. There's a scene when she's outside talking to Ibrahim, I think, and mm. she's just bitching about Sydney. Like, don't trust little young girls with clipboards or something yeah. like that. Or, and it's just, <laughs> yeah. just, like, tearing her to shreds. But the way that relationship develops between those two. Yeah, Um yeah. Like, you know, like, when uh, she, like, overflows her little... Um, the milk reduction whatever is too important, the mashed potatoes. Mm. Um, and then she burns it. But then there's a new one waiting back there on the uh, yeah. grill that um, Sydney has sorted out. And it's yeah. like, I don't know, the way
1: that relationship develops is just beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah. it was good that Sydney, it's obviously part of who she is. Like, she's like that aspiring chef wanting to also be a part of like <laughs> Kami's vision and make it better. Um, but she persists with it, especially with Tina, because like yeah. Tina is just giving her nothing and... Going against her like, oh, we're not doing a French kitchen. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, but little scenes like that where they don't say anything and maybe Sydney's like, oh, no worries. And yeah, it slowly starts to become better, which we'll talk about. But that was, it was good to see. Yeah, and yeah. amidst all the stress, like, there has to be these little acts of kindness from everyone. Um, I guess on, this, on a similar sort of note, Richie's character... Um early at the start, he's very against everything that's happening. He's like, No, you're fucking with the source and like you you're fucking with our sister. shit. Yeah, and like he, he can't use like the iPad to like <laughs> book in the the, the the sales and stuff. Um but and he has all these scenes which we can discuss. Cousin. Yeah, <laughs> cousin, man, what are you doing? Um, but I thought early in the season there's the scene where it's like a long take as well. He's on the phone Sydney, Sydney in, Sydney in, with Sydney when they in go to the get talk. Yeah, that yeah. scene is one, yeah. one I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah let's think, yeah. talk about it. What do you think? No, no, you, 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 you go. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I just thought it was amazing because we've seen him be this, like, very – I don't even know how to describe him, but just, like – amidst all the chaos, he's, like, causing all this chaos. and what Like, abrasive. Yeah, he's, like, and, very against and it. And at this all. stage,
2: like, obviously there's one of my – so one of my favourite scenes in the show is when it's Michael and he's telling the story with him and Richie and then it cuts yeah. to the date. And at that point you do kind of see that this – how this broken man has gotten to where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with that scene with Sydney and Richie in the cast, like, you do get this little glimpse into that, that this man is, like, despite him being so incredibly abrasive and, like – rude and yeah. like slightly sexist and homophobic throughout it but it's like <laughs> this it, it really really humanizes the character in a way that i don't think a scene has done so quickly for me ever, no like ever yeah, I and agree.
1: He, yeah he just kills it like um you know he's talking with his wife and the wife is kind of alluding to the do they have a daughter yeah yeah, yeah. and they're kind of alluding to how he always fucks up and he's always late and like always forgetting to do things and stuff and it and he, he's, like, hurt by it on the other end of the phone. And, like, just before that, he was – they were um, looking to buy – what were they trying to buy? Trying the to buy shop? cork to fix up the hole. Yeah. This is after yeah. the yard. And the he's, like, break. he's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, fuck off. Like, I know where it is. <laughs> yeah. And he buys the wrong one. Um and then to hear him on the phone being all vulnerable, I thought was just like, yeah, it just showed how deep his character is. I really thought was. like
0: Richie was like the perfect like microcosm as well for like just like being a product of your own surroundings as well. Like yeah. Just being like rough <laughs> he from <is> the <laughs> foot in Chicago. <laughs> is, yeah. like, And also just like how, you know, someone like that, you know, that kind of like archetype would deal with grief as well. Mm-hmm. I thought was quite interesting. Like um, obviously that is so well perceived, I thought. Yeah. just a gritty dude refusing to engage with his own emotions until yeah. he has to and then like... Yeah. So I thought that was quite, you know, a good little capture as well.
2: Because even in that scene, when Sydney asked him about, it's like, so what's the deal with Mike? Well, this is yeah, his best friend flat. for his entire life. He goes, yeah, he blew his brains out four months ago. It was so yeah. matter of fact. Yeah. It's like, it, even even if you have dealt with the grief really well, like four yeah. months later,
1: you're not just telling some stranger that you hate. yeah, yeah. So matter yeah, of fact yeah, yeah. about something yeah. like this. Especially <laughs> after the scene where we get the flashback to them like cooking and stuff at the family home. Yeah. Like also just quickly, I thought John Bernthal being Michael was awesome. Perfect casting. Yeah. Perfect say, casting. say no more. Yeah. Yeah. Say no more. But, yeah. John Bernthal, we no wrong And we'll talk about more later. But I just thought like their relationship, he's like cooking and telling a story and Carmen's like fucking like, you know, you got to do this. And he's like, no, nah, just like let the tell the story. And Richie's kind of like, yeah. yeah, just like, you know, and you can see how they're, how they're very similar, and how they would have been so close, and how yeah. Richie likes to get these like little things in amidst all this chaos to kind of try and deal with everything yeah. that's happening yeah. around. It's like it's like
2: in that scene, so you know, uh, Michael's talking, and in the, in the story is they go to about six forty five in the morning and run into Bill Murray. That is a mildly funny <laughs> anecdote at best. Yeah, yeah. But when Michael's telling the story, it's it's the funniest story in the world. Like you are the you're the center of attention, you're the yeah. king of the evening, and then when it cuts to him telling it to the date it is that actually just breaks my heart <laughs> yeah. thought. and, and the she's little, like a little move he tries to play to get her number he's yeah. like oh, why don't you just call me just call me and, yeah, like, yeah. bro,
1: right? <laughs> and she's also like wait so you were drinking until six thirty a.m and he's like yeah, yeah. yeah and she's yeah. like, that, that's not the oh. point of the story <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like oh okay and yeah that was so funny
0: I just thought as well, like in terms of like Michael being brought back into it, I forget, there was like a, a line as well in the last ep uh, in Carmen's monologue, which I'm sure we'll go into great detail too. Yeah. But to link it back into that kind of kitchen scene was when he said, um, it was like something along the lines of everyone thought uh, Michael was their best friend as well. Mm. Um, and in that scene, you can just say everyone is enthralled with his presence as well. Yeah um yeah so just like birth and obviously just killing it again so yeah so guys good are, guys are genius
1: i think um something for me as well like he is mm-hmm. he's, he's making like the salt in bocca and the um richie has there's this tiny thing and it kind of goes unnoticed but he like dips a bit of bread in the sauce and just mm-hmm. like eats it while the story's happening and for me like coming from an italian background and having similar experiences like that little like you know that whole yarn and everything, but yeah. like little like things like that that just kind of show their culture and upbringing and stuff was like very wholesome to see. Yeah. Um, and I just think the three of them like Kami, um, <laughs> Michael and Richie just like portrayed that whole like family and as well the sister. Yeah, Sugar, um, um, Abby Elliott. Yeah. Uh, amazing because <laughs> you were saying before Pat just
2: about how everyone was like best friends with Michael. My- yeah. in that scene. She is annoyed with the story calling them idiots and she's still standing there giggling and like encouraging them um yeah it really it really shows the hole that michael left in the family in those those little glimpses
1: we get of him yeah
0: that line was everyone thought he was their best friend he was that magnetic it was like just like so true in that scene Mm. for sure yeah
1: yeah and you can kind of like think of people that you know yourself who are similar characters in your life Yeah. yeah um so infectious and again like we talked about earlier I think that's in like episode five or four or something. And it just makes you even more invested in their lives. Yeah. Um, early in the season, uh, there's the scene where Sydney has to like remake the um, the gravy that sits, you know, yeah, the, the stock with whatever, the beef. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and she, she accidentally burns it because <laughs> Tina like sabotaged it. Yeah. Um, And Kami's like, no, it's like too burnt. Like we got to redo it. Um, And she goes into the fridge to get the older one. Mm. And she's like, uh, Marcus comes in or someone and says like, oh, do you need some help? She's like, she's angry. And she's like, no, like, fuck off. I got this. And the scene just like, she's like slowly trying to get this huge pot with her fingertips. And then it just explodes on the ground. And you're just like, fuck. And... These are the scenes that just like are so stressful and so frustrating to watch. And she just kind of looks at it. She's just like, oh my God. Yeah, she's just like. (laughs) Like genuinely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if you were in your
1: position, like you would do the exact same shit. Like, what do you think of that?
0: And how it's acted? Just sweep it away. Yeah, it was just like the perfect moment of just like. Fuck this. <laughs> like, just like, so over it. Yeah. Uh, um, I found it
2: so funny the way that she tells Marcus to piss off because she's like, she, he's like, Are you sure? She's like, Do you ask Kami if he's sure? And he's like, Oh, okay. yeah. 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 God, I'm being so hot headed right now I yeah, just uh, eat shit for it. It made me laugh. So yeah. Also,
1: Ma- I don't know if he did, but Marcus. Obviously, he saw what happened, comes back in and is helping her. And imme- immediately helps. So he, he rips open the door,
2: slams it, and is back in in like two seconds helping her. And he's going like, just keep going, just keep going. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. scene is so sweet. And so good. And then just a few minutes after that, you know, she's all nearly just finished her breakdown. He's like, yo, family's up. Yeah. And it's like, hey, the, yeah. the, the
1: family meals are some of my favorite scenes. So good. Show. I think as well, like, if you're in Marcus's position, you could have easily laughed or something. But the fact that, you know, he's he's just like, no, nah, come on, just keep going. And it's like what she needs to obviously keep going with the shift. Like, you yeah. can't just stop um but it yeah was that when she drops the um
2: thing was that before so that that's after they've like nicked their onions and hidden them from her yeah Is that, that's that yeah, scene yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah 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 because
1: yeah. that's what's like put her off the yeah, edge that, that's what's kind of triggered it yeah yeah um but yeah to get to then get those family scenes i thought that was so wholesome and just to think that you know you have this fucked shift and like you're working for hours hustling 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 and then you can just have this reprieve and yeah enjoy a meal together I think it was
0: important for the writing to always kind of bring it back just to family and like you know no matter like what you know like some bullshit is you know that comes along with you know mm. the culinary world is going to throw at you whether it's like from a shitty customer or if it's from getting a c grade fucking food, <laughs> yeah. food grade yeah. it'll always come back to you know you've got a team behind you kind of thing so yeah it was wholesome yeah and like kind the dialogue
2: sad. in those scenes is so beautiful like in the very first one immediately and th- this is actually one of the endearing ways the writing like endeared me to richie very early mm. he immediately opens up with what i'm grateful for and it's like philip k dick and then he's like and then he asks maddie madison what yeah. he's grateful for and he goes around the circle and mm. everyone's just like it just randomly <laughs> saying what <"Well, laughs> they're thankful as if we're at yeah. thanksgiving
1: dinner or something yeah. it's just it was beautiful yeah and i guess it kind of also shows that like you know the reason or one of the reasons that you know, these people go through all the shit and have cooking as their profession is to, you know, have that family and to be able to share that with people. And yeah. like, obviously, it's about service and making meals and that sort of thing. But it just shows the the importance of family, no, like as you just all. said. Like, obviously, the food is one aspect of running a restaurant and making mm. food, but
2: bringing people together and and sustaining the people that you love is yeah is nearly nearly more than fifty percent of what actually goes into um. You know, running a restaurant and yeah. uh, i think that 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 side of things is represented very very well yeah. 100% i think it's very hard to miss how much love is put into mm-hmm. that, all that food and how much yeah. love is shared between the characters even though it's it's incredibly high stress environment they're swearing yeah. at each other every
1: second um, so good i think i don't think that's really been shown on at least anything i've seen like a tv show or movie that aspect behind closed doors of that family Behind a restaurant like I, I I did want to bring it up
2: there I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie burnt with Bradley Cooper yeah um, it yeah. sucks it's it is it has it has, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. it has it has it has none of the love that this TV show has like it just it, it it just really really stains that like bad boy chef like persona yeah. Yeah. it makes them seem so unlikable and just mm. um just kind of gross that lifestyle. To, um, yeah, absolutely, it's so loving in this show. Mm. There
0: was a, a quote as well, and I'm gonna be a bit off here, but mm. now that you bring up bad boy chefs, yeah, I wanted to bring light to a quote that I heard um, from someone that wrote in the Sydney Morning Herald following a review of the bear of the bear. Okay, um, like wrote in. So this is a reader has written in. No, after so a, this is a, this is an entertainment. Um, entertainment writer for the Sydney Morning Herald. So they said something along the lines of, buoyed by the mythology surrounding real-life identities such as Anthony Bourdain, Gordon Mm. Ramsay, and Marco Pierre White, popular culture has frequently championed the brilliant but broken bad boy chef. The bear doesn't seek to lean into that archetype but to interrogate it. It doesn't idealize Kami but explores it further.
1: Mm, I was like, wonderful quote. Wonderful
0: quote. That is phenomenal.
2: And like, that perfectly encapsulates what I was trying to say very poorly just a second (laughs) ago.
0: Yeah, you said
1: it so well as if you didn't have it in front of you or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Always. No, no. But it's so true. Like,
0: reading off a sweaty palm right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, like, you think about other kind of cooking movies or TV shows like Burnt, um, you know, Chef. They're all very different yeah. and um, there's a recent one as well, Boiling Point. Often we do get that like fine dining, restaurant, aspiring cook, pushed to the breaking point. Um, and yeah, it is very idealized and and in this one we get a new take where it's like, no, they've let... And actually, Kami's character like leaves that fine dining. Voluntarily, yeah. voluntarily. Yeah, yeah, to come to this more casual family run it's obviously due to his brother's passing but um yeah it's very against that normal thing that we're used to yeah um because despite him being like like he is
2: very cool and like hot in the show like he is like hot bad boy chef but yeah he's yeah. clearly shown as like a broken man like he wakes up in the middle of the night lighting fire to his apartment you yeah. know he yeah. has that Like he's clearly breaking down throughout the show and oh, yeah. when, when bear the bear comes out but yeah. like the the lead up to that throughout the show it doesn't make him seem like a like a great person in all aspects no
1: and he he obviously struggles to be um you know close with his sister and she kind of says later in the season you know like you never really asked like how i'm going yeah she says i'm embarrassed to say this what i'm mad about but (laughs) yeah (laughs) you just never asked me how i'm doing Yeah. yeah and it shows like he's you know, not doing well in every aspect, but like maybe his cooking during his shift is, Mm. you know, the best he can do.
0: I think like admittedly as well, he knows that he's obviously got an ego as well. And, you know, I think you know, episode eight really brought light to the fact of where that all stemmed from, like out mm. of spite, like to spite his brother, you know, fuck you, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. And just smash it in like… Fuck mum and dad's yeah, restaurant. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And like I think, um, you know, all good chefs would have an ego as, um, you know, Bradley Cooper's fantastic portrayal <laughs> of, in, in, in Burnt Show. <laughs> um, yeah, no. <laughs> garbage, by the way. My and one then, word for
2: that movie would have been ego. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah um so yeah there's that but um yeah i completely agree yeah
1: i think um the other thing was that uh sydney also stood up to kami you know she had all the ideas about you know how they can make the business more profitable and like how they can you know do things more efficiently but also serving better food like oh should we try the short rib and stuff and he kind of just shuns her shuns her and then finally she stands up to him and it, it, he's like oh shit like you know, maybe I should be listening to this person.
2: There is sort of a... I don't know if this is the scene you're talking about, but there's a sort of a scene earlier after they implement the brigade and Sydney's sitting outside and calm brings her the family meal and she kind of puts it down and he goes... And she goes like, oh, how's the bookkeeping? And he goes, it's a mess. And she's yeah. asking her about the brigade, it's a mess. And he asks her, can you say more? And then she goes on this little rant about him not, like, listening to her. Mm. And then he tells her why he's left that day. He goes, oh, I went to an Allen on meeting. Like, my brother was an addict. And she responded, chef, that's a little too personal. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, oh. Yeah. Completely stops in his tracks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, immediately on you get, like, obviously we do find out later on that she's a little bit green and untested and whatnot. But yeah, you can tell that she's so confident in her abilities and, mm. um, Just from the get-go, like, does... Is immediately part of the family. Yeah. Is is moving in the same direction. Mm. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think as well, just her character. She's so, like... Just, like, nice. And, like, you want her to succeed. And um, later on, we do get some closure with that, which we'll talk about. But, um, yeah, I think for Kami to be challenged, uh, especially because, you know, of where he's come from and the kitchens that he's worked in and the pressure that he's been under despite his talents, um, to be challenged was interesting to see. Yeah. Um, episode four, being a sucker for donuts myself, <laughs> I'm proud of it too. Um, and, and we'll talk about this as well, but there was a sequence where we see Marcus experimenting with donuts and that comes into this story later, very much so, but there's just like a montage and you're seeing him like, Actually, no. You're seeing—is it him and Maddie Madison going through the
2: layout? The, the that's it. Bought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, sorry, that, they that, bought that donut donuts. Just, that donut inspection scene is what I've been calling it. Yes. It's just unreal. Yes, oh.
1: and they—you see, like the, whatever shop there. There's a
2: little montage before where he's like drawing the donut with crayon. Yeah, and there's a bit of that, but the, the, the donut making montage, the actual donut making montage, yeah. I think is meant to occur somewhere other than yeah. It was like another beef. Yeah. It was another yeah.
1: store, but. Yeah fuck that the way they shot it and the way they shoot any cooking scenes is just so good it's like i think it's the start of the episode and it just is si- like silent there's no talking yeah. you're just seeing this being made like and I, all the love that goes like into I've it like i've
2: literally written down that it, the, watching those scenes makes you want to bake desserts like hearing marcus talk about <laughs> yeah. and, make, and make those desserts makes you want to become like a patissier like yeah. it, is, it is delivered with such love he he is such a good actor he kills it he's yeah. so um, good but yeah those scenes are just unreal. like yeah. When he's doing the cake and he's like, I don't know, it, it's just shot beautifully. So I good. Really it. He's
0: come a long way from Odd future. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, yeah, especially like all those sort of like dessert making scenes and you're just seeing things that you wouldn't normally, like, especially because it's a short TV show. They've got 25, 30 minutes and they're dedicating like three minute montage to just uh, cooking yeah. Some certain dish.
0: I think it's like um So good. That juxtaposition as well between like chaos and like- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything
2: going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month sold. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at
1: bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
2: Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com Acast.
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Like, the one thing that they can find, you know, extreme and like delicate detail in Mm -hmm. is like you know whether no matter how crazy it is and how busy it is Mm. they'll always portray the food scenes with such like grace yeah um that's the word grace yeah, yeah, yeah
1: um yeah and later in the episode we obviously get like you know the donuts coming in again because marcus wants to experiment himself um but the episode like the toilet bursts in front of Kami (laughs) like the power goes off because um Marcus is making his donuts and then Carmen and um Richie are fighting as well like what do you guys think of episode four so episode four
2: is where they go to Cicero's for the party right is that yeah I think so because yeah that episode was so funny yeah I think that was the most purely funny episode yeah also this scene is when we really get the family's attitude toward Pete, Sugar's boyfriend.
0: Yeah. he comes
2: over at one point after Richie and Cicero have been discussing the fact that he's here and Pete comes over. He's like, you guys just laughing it up over here and Ciso's just like, nope. And just leaves the
1: conversation. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> such a <laughs> cuck. Like, <Yeah. laughs> such a, a cuck.
2: Yeah. yeah. He's Said, uh, no, like yeah. a fucking no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there, there's another quote, I'm pretty sure at the party and just this random dad or whatever is like, Takami, he's like, oh, you work at a restaurant, right? What's it like being a fucking loser? <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like, that's so out of pocket.
1: Guy <laughs> was just like, oh, thanks.
2: Like, there, I don't there, even know what he said. There's one slyly early in that where some old dude walks past Carmen. and he goes, "I thought you killed yourself." And he's like, "No, that was my brother." And he's yeah, like, oh. and he just walks yeah. up.
1: Yeah, like little scenes like that. They're it's good comedic relief amidst yeah. all the chaos. And like, yeah. they're they're these like fucked one-liners, and you're like. Yeah, just thinking, like, who are these Like, Because just before they
2: get to the party, Richie and Karma are in the car, and mm. he's talking about, like, he's like, Richie, don't bring any of, like, the dead So he's like, chill, I'm not going to bring up shit. <laughs> and then the next shot is, like, Cicero yeah. and Richie arguing, and Carm's just sitting there, like, yeah. sulking. Literally at the front door. <laughs> <laughs> at the front door. <laughs> yeah. And we don't even know how she fell down those stairs. It's
0: like,
1: <laughs> I don't know. So good. Such a good episode. Yeah. Um, another sort of scene, again, that was shot with absolute grace, um, was, I'm pretty sure Sydney's kind of experimenting or she's just making a dish. That's part of the menu, but she makes this like prawn stock or bisque Mm. and the way it's shot and like just seeing all the elements of the dish coming together, similar to you. I was like, fuck, I just want to like eat something right now. And, and then you, um, Marcus is making the donuts, and I don't know if you guys thought this as well, but part of part of it, he's wanting to label all the different uh, tubs. Yeah, and there's a huge thing of tape on the cutting board, and all he's doing is just cutting these like perfect lines of tape, and simple thing like that. It's not even food. I was like. Fuck, this just looks so good. Well, I love that because earlier in the show, you hear
2: he goes to rip the tape, and Calm actually corrects him and goes, "If you've got to, if got, if one side looks bad, both sides look bad." And he makes him cut it with scissors. Yeah. And I love the fact that he's made the natural progression to yeah. m- more, more efficiently do this and just slice it all up when he's got yeah. to get to, got to get twenty five
1: of these little pieces of tape yeah. done. And it also shows him like wanting to improve and not just like he's not like how Tina was at the start where she's like, no, like. I know how to do it. I've been cooking for years. I don't need someone to tell me how to do it. Like he doesn't push back against the no. new system. He I think, no. it,
0: um, yeah, it like obviously showed as well how they were progressively moving more and more and mm. to accepting the the French style of cooking. Like obviously, Maison Plus, yeah. everything has its place. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, very traditional French style there. So, yeah. um, you know, seeing that kind of be implemented just like subconsciously was, mm. yeah, quite funny. So good. And like... For them to
1: kind of show these other shots of like... And it just sort of flashes between I think as well at this point in the season. You know, we're just seeing like the beef sizzling in a pan or like the tomato cans in the fridge and stuff. And like they just show such respect to all the food despite it at the end of the day just being this like beef sandwich restaurant. It's not like a five-star restaurant like we see in Burnt um, and stuff like that. But... They can still make it look so good, and your mouth's yep. just watering, and just yep. say "fuck," yeah, it's so good. Um, as well, I think at this point in the season, Sydney's trying to like start experimenting with things as well, and she cooks the short rib, and the, is just the cola braised short rib. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there's a quote from Kami. Um, she's been slowly giving it to all the different people in the kitchen. Yeah, they're all loving it, saying <clears throat> it's amazing. And Kami like finally gets the chance to try it as well, despite him sort of saying like don't experiment with shit. Yeah. Um, but to get a quote from him, it's like he he tries it and he's like, no no no, like it's tremendous chef, and it, and you just see this like yes like inside yeah. of Sydney, yeah. but they don't say anything. And then he's like, oh, but it's not perfect, and just like these little quotes from Kami, like what do you yeah. what do you think of? the relationship between him and Sydney with
0: her trying to improve as a cook as well. I think he managed like the expectations of Sydney really well. <clears throat> like I think that Carmi would get a bad rap, um, yeah. for the way that he treated Sydney at times, but comparatively to how, um, you know, his time within, um, I believe it's the French laundry, um, where he was working at. Yeah. In terms of that fine dining place, in terms yeah. of how he was treated there, um, as, you know, coming from very much like a, a just a crazy, you know, executive chef. Yeah. Like, so,
2: so so I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. so that executive chef, I didn't really get it pick it up at the time, but you know community, the lead activist, <laughs> yeah. Jeff Springett, that is him. Yeah. yeah that's know. him. It's um <laughs> I what I, I forget his name. It's uh Joel, Joel McHale and he's yeah. in it for like that one scene what yeah. does he say again it's, the most it's disgusting he's like, like you should be fucking dead he's like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. go faster you've got a short man's complex you can't even reach over this fucking table can you <laughs> go faster why are you going so slow man and he's like plating up all these dishes like how would
1: that help anyone yeah and
2: they start interrupting each other with the count and I'm going oh my I just want them
0: to shut up like yeah. my
1: brain my anxiety was through the roof <laughs> all, like, all in man. unison as yeah. well like oh, don't crazy. fuck with my count yeah, and he's just like going to all these different people in the line, and he's like, "Why'd you fuck the sword? Like, why'd you fuck it? Like, do
0: you want to work with idiots?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. It's like, the, do you the, like idiots? What? Why? Because I didn't it didn't cool down. Why? It's my fault.
1: Go. It's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. boots
2: this chick out of the kitchen. Like. Yeah.
1: step off the line. Just so fucked. Yeah, and he's in it for like literally two minutes, yeah. but he's just the biggest dick ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. To then, you know, finally get these contrasts between, yeah, him and Kami being like, no, it's actually really good. But I think he could do this. Well, he, he doesn't say what yet. But he says it's like not perfect and stuff. Yeah. Which I really liked. Um, I think as well, episode six, this is when the kitchen like finally is like in unison. Like they're all saying different things. Like I um, can't remember the exact quotes, but they're, just, like, adopting the French kitchen. Um, every team. Yeah, everyone's yeah. finally on board. And, you know, Sydney's the, the brigade, saying… The brigade or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, brigade, and, and, yeah. and Sydney's saying, like, um, she's the sous chef. So, she's getting all the plates and just, like, um, yeah. So the good people to People actually listening to Sydney as the sous. For the first time in yeah, the entire show, yeah, I think yeah. everyone is actually listening to her. Finally. And it's just, like, so good to watch. <laughs> fucking Tina. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, fucking Tina, man. But… <laughs> Leads into episode seven. Let's talk about episode seven. Holy shit! So, so you, so, so Chris Storer in an interview. This is a
2: no cheat one shot episode. There is no editing yeah. here. This is one shot. This whole episode.
1: Yeah, I couldn't see a single behind anything. I
2: rewatched it a million times yeah. trying to find one, but he come out and said there's no cheating. So I believe I believe the man. But um, it's fucked up. This that, could
1: be one of the best episodes of television. I think
2: I would I've agree ever with seen. that statement. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like wholeheartedly agree, wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. That episode is stunning. Like it's 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 a masterclass in like cinematography. Like the, the way the camera moves throughout the kitchen, um, just like effortless, effortlessly. I don't know, like how they've choreographed that is beyond me. Oh honestly.
1: man, and like how the episode, the as in like the pace of the episode works, like the. You know, they, they open, they, they're starting to get ready and just like a few little things are slightly not going right and you're just like, okay, like whatever. yeah And then um, you hear about they're adopting the new iPad system and, <laughs> 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 and Sydney's accidentally let the pre-order function happen and yeah. <laughs> yeah. all these receipts just start going off and fu- and Kami's just like no we need 50 french fries 100 beefs and he's like 76 chickens <laughs> fire everything right fucking now <laughs> and it just kicks into like 20th gear yeah. and he's um he's like don't fucking stop making sandwiches he's <laughs> like yeah Abraham,
0: stop making don't fucking stop <laughs> <laughs> oh what do we think of it Talk to me. Talk to me. It was it was the perfect haze of like just like ab, just like a myriad of just craziness. So I don't know. Like I honestly have not many words for this episode. It's purely indescribable. Because it's just an indescribable experience. But <laughs> what I will say is I echo Michael's sentiments in terms of it being up there with one of the best television shows. Episodes, rather of all time, I would say. Mm. Um, but yeah, that whole kind of conflict with Sydney towards the end of it, as well, was um, you know kind of like the point, I suppose, of of Carmy and her relationships mm. as well. So yeah, uh, that was quite an important scene as well. I think to be shot as one shot, it's obviously a huge
1: achievement, and it yeah. looks amazing. Yeah, but I think it was definitely needed because it shows just how there's so many different parts of the kitchen, and how if they're are these like you know mishaps that the kitchen just have to deal with yeah um you see how everyone would yeah. react and like we get <clears throat> richie who's usually at the front he's like coming to the back and he's he's like blaming sydney and like not adding <laughs> any help at all um and sydney's trying <laughs> she's trying to move the cakes because Marcus hasn't been cutting them. He's been still doing the fucking donuts, fucking with those donuts. (laughs) (laughs) And so she she takes one of the cakes to cut to cut the cakes, and Richie's in his you know way, and she fucking drops a whole cake. Sydney
2: doesn't call corner.
1: Richie calls corner there. Sydney doesn't. That's Sydney's fault in that
2: scene, hundred percent.
1: Um, but then he's like, oh, Sydney just goes off. She's like, maybe I'll just fucking stab you. <laughs> and then later does. <laughs> I he sort of just backs into her and just gets like right in the ass. <laughs> yeah.
0: Imagine getting stabbed in the ass. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. It just is so good. Um, it would only happen to Richie as well. It's the yeah. only person that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. For that to happen I think
1: to. the way he handled it as well, he just kind of goes out front gets um, someone to help him. Because he's like, oh, I just got stabbed and come. He's like, did you deserve it? He's like, "Eh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. "Eh, Maybe, kind (laughs) of. Yeah. Um, And also, fucking hell, man. Marcus and his
2: donuts. (laughs) If you there's a quote when calms like Marcus, if you are still fucking with those donuts, I'm gonna fuck your day up. <laughs> and Marcus still fucking with the donuts gets his day fucked up. I don't know what
0: he thought was gonna happen in that scene.
2: That that as as th- this was the only scene where I was like the writing felt the tiniest bit forced. I was like they're just making characters do dumb things. Like yeah. I get you know we've seen this character get enthralled with the donuts, and whatnot, yeah. but that was the only time I was like they've made a character do something dumb to accelerate the plot, which was necessary. Yeah, it didn't was. feel too forced, but um. That was That's that was good. the only only time I thought that in the whole show. Yeah. Episode. And Kami
1: says uh to Marx, he's like, Why are you fucking with me? We're like, why are you fucking with me? <laughs> and it was so good. Just like to... He's so sincere he's like, Why are you fucking with me? Yeah. Like, what? What's your fucking problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think about having to run a kitchen, and you just like like they're the only words you've Some got. Some dickhead in the
2: back's making donuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, what
0: the
1: fuck? Yeah, I need you to oh. fire thirty cakes right now. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And then um, he tells him to step out, and he has the tray of donuts he's been working on and fucking with, and he just like throws them on the table. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Oh, man, it was just so stressful.
2: Th- that that whole episode felt like one full opening scene. Like you know the very end where it cuts to just the bear. I thought there'd be another 30 minutes left of the episode. Yeah. I, was yeah. so st- pl- I was so just I was I didn't even realize 30 minutes had gone by when no. I when I finished watching this. Yeah,
1: it um it was the, the the way it ended, I was like, holy shit. Has it been like 30 minutes? And just the episode ends. And I was like, oh. Fuck oh, right. fuck. Like, you're obviously about to have a heart attack yeah. when it ends. But like, fucking hell. Um, Another part of the kitchen was where Sydney's just like over at the lockers on the bench. Yep.
2: And she's just yep. kind of
1: smiling and sitting there. And she's like, and uh, Kami's like, yo, Sydney, we good? And she's like, no, we're not good. I quit. That's it. Um, yeah. But you quit right now. You quit
2: right now. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only sentence. Kami said that whole episode without fuck in it because he realized then he's oh amazing. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that,
1: <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Because he's actually really polite when he's asking her, "You quit right now." Yeah, yeah. and she's like, uh, "You're an excellent chef and a piece of shit," <laughs> yeah. and just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man! It's so like, yeah. This was the episode. Where my one word came in aneurysm. I was like, "Fuck!" I cannot stop watching this. I was just blown away.
0: Thank God I wasn't in like a position where I would have to wait for the next episode after that one. Absolutely, (laughs) because I was just like, "Get me the next one. Get me the next one. Like I need something." And wow, what a next episode to open up. Oh (laughs) my
1: God, let's dive into episode eight monologue. (laughs) That's. I, don't,
2: I think this is easily the best scene in the show. Um, yep. I think episode seven is the best total episode. Mm. But this, this I think, gives us the biggest insight into who Calm is, into who Michael is, and in turn, how Mike, the whole Michael is left in everyone else's lives. Mm. Like we get, just, just from this monologue, we get more about Richie, Sugar, um, Calm, Michael himself. I... I said to Pat upstairs, I can, I can see this scene being someone's like HSC individual yeah. performance <laughs> yeah. like drama thing in the next yeah. couple of yeah. years. It's because it's just a single headshot of him mm. for, it's like an 11 minute monologue. I'm pretty yeah. sure it takes, yeah. it's the first 10 minutes of the show, mm. um, of the episode.
0: I think um, it'll be, yeah, it'll go down in like in history as one of the greatest monologues, I think, in the modern era as far as TV mm. goes, I would say. E- e- easily TV, like, but
2: arg- we could argue for more than that yeah. as well if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 100%. And like, I just like, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And I think that um, in terms of it, just like all kind of coming to a halt and calm and realizing where he is, like, mm. you know, in terms of how far he's progressed and how he's found solace in certain reasons why he's moved on from, mm. um, you know, obviously that, kind of high kitchen of society to, yeah, go into where he is now was very insightful.
1: Yeah, the other thing is that you realize that this is the very next day after this yeah. fucked day, yeah. and you hear him actually finally addressing his brother's death, and he's like, I just wanted him to say good job Yeah, at his, like, talents and everything, and you realize that that's just him trying to fix his relationship with his brother, as in working at yeah. the restaurant. But, um, you know, it's just such an amazing scene and
0: acted so brilliantly. I think, yeah, like just like the writing in that scene was so poetic as well. Mm. Like some of the quotes, um, obviously, that um, Carmen's character was delivering in that was like, was so just like touching. Like um, in terms of... Just obviously having so much struggle around communicating with his brother, he was mm. like, I, I felt like I could speak through the food, communicate mm. through the creativity. I was like, whoa! And like, particularly yeah.
2: after he just said that, you know, he didn't have any girlfriends through yeah. college. Didn't like he had to start when he was a kid. I don't think I'm funny. that's why I didn't think. I don't think I'm funny. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and it's crazy to admit that, and then talk about how because it shows how key food was with as as a point of the relationship with his brother. yeah, It's almost like that was the
2: relationship. Yeah. At at least at the end of his life, that was the only way he was connecting to his brother Mm. at all was his not like I would say even before he comes out, it's not even a love for food, like an obsession Mm. with a due to his brother. Yeah. But that's the only way his brothers in his life just as this driving force. He's not even, it's not even a relationship anymore. It's just this thing in his life that pushes Mm. him forward.
1: Absolutely. And if you think back to the flashback, Richie and Michael are talking and Sugar's interjecting as well. But I don't think Carmen actually says anything. He's just like rolling up the veal or whatever. And that's their connection. Michael like tells said- him to grate up some palm and he's yes, come. So yeah. yes, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's it. Um, But yeah, the monologue is incredible. Yeah,
2: I did want to jump back to something interesting you said. It is actually the first time... Really, we hear Calm talk about Michael. Obviously, there's a scene earlier where he does open up to Sydney and tell him he's been to an Al-Anon meeting. Mm. But yeah. other than that, because er, like the first time Michael and Sydney talked, so Calm and Sydney talked to each other, Sydney's like, oh, what are you doing here? And it's obviously mm. dealing with some nonsense and your brother's just off himself. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, he goes making sandwiches. Yeah. But so this is genuinely the first time we get any real insight into what Calm himself mm. actually thinks of the situation and yeah. of his own life and how yeah. he's gotten there. Uh, like, I don't know, there, there, were, there were so many good quotes in this monologue. So the, good. Like, my favourite is the ending line, just the, you know, that restaurant, it has and it does mean a lot to people. It means a lot to me. I just don't know if it ever meant anything to him. Mm. And I was immediately like, I know we're going to get an answer to that question this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: 100%. But I
1: think it could be, so we just had the Emmys for the previous year. and yeah. The bear didn't qualify because it wasn't fully out yet. But yeah. I think this monologue could be the ticket that the show gets and that um, I agree, the actor gets yeah. for just how incredible it is and...
0: Um, if it doesn't, I think that'll be a bit of a robbery based Jeremy, on this exact scene. He's at least gotta be in like the conversation for nominees. Like yeah. Jeremy Allen White killed that scene. Um so yeah, I reckon he's earned himself a ticket there for yeah, sure.
1: For sure. I think um after the monologue we get the little like I don't know if it's a date, but little like meal that Marcus and Sydney share back at her apartment.
2: Yeah, I did interpret that, that pretty platonically, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if next season that is the, so this is actually something I didn't realize. up But this whole show There's no love interest In the entire no, show No there's not There's not one romantic element yeah. And I found that very refreshing But I suspect Maybe If there is going to be one next season It will be Sydney and Marcus Yeah I saw mm. a lot of people online Like shipping Calm and Sydney And I was like You idiots yeah. yeah
0: Like Yeah
1: Yeah Maybe I just had a thought And this could be a bit Like overthinking it But not, maybe Not Neil and Tina no 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 <laughs> 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 no, no, no. But sure. there's no romantic scenes, but the food is shot in a very romantic way. Oh, it, it, there's no, no romance, but it's one of the most loved filled shows that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but again, we get a, like a beautiful scene. She's cooking this like fish and they're, Chilean, just, they're just... Chilean sea yeah. bass. Yeah. 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 With a little Alain Passade in spite comfy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And they're just like talking about it and she's like yarning with him. And she's like putting a bit of oil on, then she's like, "Oh no, I forgot the lemon." And like, yeah. like you got two cooks like just cooking for each other. And I see you combining yeah. ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then like they're still talking. They're like obviously addressing the previous day, and um, he's like, uh, "Sydney's like, oh yeah, he destroyed it like a little bitch," and just like they're having this funny yarn. But yeah, yeah just the food sounded amazing and looked amazing yet again.
0: Yeah, again, just like yeah, such good like. I don't know, portrayal of, you know, Sydney's background, bringing into, you know, more character development there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, big time. I, I, I did,
2: it. I do have to say, I loved the reveal of how she's like, yeah, you know, I saved up all my money. I went to New York. And then Mark is like, So what was your best meal? Yeah. And she's like, it was Carmies. And he's like, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved that little tie-in yeah. for me. It, it really cemented why Sydney was she's where there. she was. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously, you know, she's green and inexperienced and whatnot, but mm. she's there because she wants to work with calm. And I found that element to it just unreal. That yeah, the way yeah. that relationship plays out is just awesome to me.
1: Yeah, I think if that little line hadn't been said, it would have been kind of like, oh, okay, like I get she's aspiring chef and he's really good, but not the whole picture. Yeah, I think it really ties it in really well. Yeah, for sure. I think um, to also then see Marcus, because he threw the donuts on the table last time we saw him, but he's back the next day and Carmen says like sorry to him and you see everyone kind of cleaning up and being happy again. Are we good chef or something? Yeah, Yeah. are we good chef? And, like, to think that they have the most fucked day ever, but they still show up the next day, Yeah, they still have to, you know, put on the brave face. Like, maybe he's obviously still pissed at Kami, but, like, I just thought it was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was amazing to see (laughs) that or to be shown how a kitchen would have to just pack it it, it up. It's one of
2: those bonding experiences, though. Like, you get absolutely slammed on a night. People, mm. you know, shit the bed, move, leave the room, leave the kitchen and whatnot, but... You know, everyone's back the next to Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I just thought it was great to like be shown that. Um, and then the delivery guy of the meat, he brings two hundred kilos of pork instead of beef. <laughs> yeah. And Carmen just like laughs and you're like, fucking hell you, man. You see him in the walk
2: and just like just giggling to herself, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, here we go again. Like <laughs> it's just the same shit. It's actually just um, that GTA meme. Yeah, it is. it really is. <laughs> Here we go again. Um, and then Richie gives Carmen the letter. Finally, what do we think of that? Because that had been sitting in the locker the whole time. Yeah, he'd it, it kind of just left
2: that on the floor. I um, I thought it was very interesting that calm wasn't more angry at richie for hiding this from him yeah i would have been so pissed off because calm had been outwardly complaining about the fact there was no letter no message from his brother yeah um but you know i i thought um i thought it was beautiful
0: yeah absolutely i agree i don't know if i'm just like coming off the back of a big weekend but i I cried a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i cried cried in this show multiple times absolutely I i think i don't know like i just like the whole like the way it was delivered was just like So Michael, you know, yeah. Um. So yeah, like it was just like such a refreshing moment as well. And I think that I like to look at it more so in terms of how Richie delivered it, more as like a like stretching his hand out. I know you need this right now. Yeah, yeah. it's a great way to look at it. You know, I had I had the ambition for you to find it naturally because that would you know be you know really good moment as well. But I know you need this. Keep pushing, kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think Um, the other thing with that is that. Kami has finally got a potential answer in an envelope from his brother. Yeah. But he still, before opening it, texts Sydney and says like, I don't know what the line he, he, was. He goes, acid. And she goes, like,
2: what? And he goes, that's what your dish needs, acid. And then yeah. she goes, well, you can shove it up your ass or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, why wouldn't he say like, I'm so... He goes, my behavior is inappropriate. Yeah. She goes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the, but the fact that he's texting her before opening the letter shows that, you know, he still values her mm. being there with him, and he's realised his mistakes. Yeah, and I think um, like
0: even like the little just like note at the end when he's like, when he obviously just sees it and he just starts crying because mm. like just comes back to the monologue like, I just wanted him to say. Like, well done or good, yeah, job. good job. And, like, he's pretty much just, like, you know, formally passed the baton to um, to Kami just saying... I forget what he said. Did he say, like, good luck, duck or something like that? Hey,
2: he's like, love you, dude. Let it rip. Yeah, let it rip. is what, is what rip. the thing yeah. says, yeah. I
0: was like... <laughs> oh.
1: when, when he said, let it rip, I was like, oh... No.
0: Yeah, yeah. Tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waterworks. <laughs> oh.
1: But also the fact that it's just the recipe of the sauce. Yeah. And... Kami starts cooking it straight away. But but
2: also the fact we've seen him, I swear there's like two points in the show, he nearly cooks this recipe. Yeah. And then he's like, nah, fucking like throws a tomato can in the bin and goes off to something else, or like doesn't end up actually opening and discovering it for himself.
1: I also love that it was also kind of foreshadowed when he's like, Why was he buying these like 13 ounce tins? Like he should be getting like 28. Such a motive. i didn't want to bring this
2: up too early but yeah. i realized it's very late but in that photo in episode four or five there's a photo of cicero and uh their dad and on the jumper he has kbl printed on the oh. kbl printed on the on the crest Ooh. of the thing there's a bit of a conspiracy here. That's where season two is going to lead. to be more Cicero related oh. money issues. Yeah, oh, yeah. so continue. That was a massive interruption.
1: No, because they're obviously in debt to Cicero. Yeah, like to Cicero. To, yeah, yeah, like all the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Three hundred thirty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that <laughs> should definitely come in as well. But um, to then have him cooking the sauce and he's pouring out the tomatoes and he sees this wad of cash. He's like, "What the fuck." Cousin,
2: can I get some help? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. How good was them just opening up cans and cans and just, like, fucking getting it all out?
2: And when and when Sydney comes in and he, like, starts describing to her the restaurant they're going to build together, oh, I, yeah. I, that made Man. my heart melt. Like, when he eventually hangs up the sign, I yeah. actually just shed a tear there. Man. I was so sure. distraught Same. watching that.
0: Same. I reckon there's going to be a lot of conspiracies around that kind of Cicero thing as well because, like, surely that means that like Kami is just going to sink all this money into creating a new venue and then like just going to absolutely and, put that. Those and the thing is we don't aside. even really know
2: who Cicero is. Like we know yeah, that he's yeah. someone who has money to lend. So he's probably yeah. got a f- fingers in a few pies, but like yeah. what what he's actually capable of as if they were to put him as the antagonist, or even the villain mm-hmm. of the next series, yeah. like what he's actually capable of as a character is
1: so unknown. So yeah, where, exactly. that, where that could go, that could go anywhere with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think the way that they handle it... Like, he still hasn't verbally apologized to Sydney. And he just says to her family style... As in like what the restaurant would be like if they spent all the money on. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like... And he's like, two booths, Like two top booths, and like a bench and all this stuff. And she's like, has to be like Danish design. And he's like, okay, like what do we call it though? And just like that dialogue... Is just so, as you said, heartwarming, and you're just like, yes, yeah. like
2: genuinely. I was ecstatic. Sydney gets
1: Sydney gets the recognition finally. He finally like, you know, wants to make it a better business. Like yeah. all these things just converge. Everyone wins after the most fucked episode ever. Yeah. It's so
2: uplifting. I love the way it ended. I, know. I was, I was, I was so, so pleased
1: with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. and and what about the family meal after that?
0: Yeah, it was Could just, you
1: not smile? It was, <laughs> it was it's so good. It's so
2: good. Because they've got like... It's where like um, Sugar and stuff and Pete are all at the family meal. Yeah. Because we've kind of come around on Pete's. Carmen has said by the end that he is actually a fan of Pete. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they've got all the family there. Like mm. facts there, like Maddie and whatnot. Um, mm. So yeah.
1: good. One thing that just reminded me, Sugar, the sister, they have that chat in the office where you know she does mention how he Kami's never really checked in on her but one thing that she says that i think sums up cooking so well is she's like it takes up all of our time and money and effort but it only gives us back chaos yeah and i was like that just shows that you know it's for the love of the food and serving customers and making people like enjoy what food can give and i yeah it was the tiniest little line, and I was like, that is so true.
0: Yeah, 100%. Food is family. Family is food, you know? Like, it's just yeah. so good. So it was, um, yeah, just yeah, such a good last episode and way to finish things off in terms of that family meal. Yeah, absolutely. Any parts that we've missed or we didn't um, like? I want to know what Pat's docked a point for
2: off this show. Can we go back to ah, the yeah. end? What Where was you that? Yeah. Point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You know what? I'm going to call it a 4.5. Following, oh, okay, following, okay. <laughs> following some serious… Um, the errata's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, No, okay. Well, I'm going to dock a point because I have a little bit of a niggle about FX… Where they produce things. Oh, okay. okay, Yeah. Like, there's like a certain theme, or like almost like, I don't know, filter that they use. Um, the the
2: color grading in the show yeah. is a very specific style and I've Correct. seen it in other FX yeah. shows yeah. before. And You're that's right.
0: what gets me. And I like just, I don't like it. Even the way like the fire happened, like when Tommy um, yeah, yeah. goes to light a cigarette and it was just so tacky. I was like, that was a that, bit tacky. That was a, bit that, tacky, that yes, was a VX, straight
1: that, CGI fire. Yeah yeah, 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 of course.
0: Give <laughs> me real fire. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> don't sell me I'm not me asking short. for much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Just start that, an import. Like yeah, like that. yeah. That would be my only point five. But um, but yeah. So that's it.
1: Yeah. Fuck. I think um, yeah. There were a few little tacky things, but that's all right. Maybe because season one did so well, they might give it a bit more budget. I, yeah, I, yeah. I did find one plot hole
2: in the very first episode. Mm. Um, Calm goes to unplug all the ball breaker machines, yeah, and then Teeny goes, no, they'll never turn back on when the power dies in their restaurant. Why do those machines turn back on? They should not work again. <laughs> I, that's as soon as that cow came back on I, and, that's they were, they, so and they were true. organizing the ball breaker. Tour. So maybe maybe Fax done his yeah. thing and fixed it, but I didn't see that in this I show. I, was I don't
0: want to uh, open up Davy Jones's locker in terms of <laughs> in terms of critically analyzing the production but I um <clears throat> I do honestly feel that I could watch this show blindfolded and still be happy yeah. and call it a 4.5. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's where i leave it. To
1: add to your plot hole, <laughs> Tina was full of shit at the start of the <laughs> <Yeah>. season. So <laughs> yeah. maybe she was just talking out of her ass. <laughs>
0: yeah. <agree. laughs>
1: um, but yeah, fuck what a show, you know, I think uh, the fact that we are able to talk about it so passionately just talks about how amazing it was. And again, it was probably, what, three hours in total? Yeah, well, there, there's,
2: there's what? It's, it's eight episodes, like, 25 minutes each. It's, like, three and a half hours.
1: Yeah, half hours. and the fact that it could leave such an impact <laughs> and make it so keen for season two, I just think shows how amazing it is. And for me, I think it was one of my favorite shows of the year so far. And, you know, that's competing with the likes of... Currently, we've got <laughs> Rings of Power, House of the Dragon. <laughs> we got, Sorry, bro. we got Barry we got Ted Lasso all these uh, Succession all these amazing shows and I I would put this right up there this is absolutely
2: up there for me like as you said I'm not even just came for season two like this is like like I've spent the past like five days, I haven't had a free moment, but I've spent the past five days like looking up recipes. I want to be cooking, like mm, it's yeah. completely re like I cook all the time. But it's, like it's completely reignited that passion for me yeah. so instantly. Yeah, hundred like percent. All, all I want to do is cook at the moment. It's, it, it's genuinely made me passionate again, and um, yeah. I know it's, there's, it's. I can't remember the last time a show actually uh, had that effect on me. Mm, for do sure.
0: We, do we quit our jobs and start a Mr. Beef in Sydney? <laughs> <laughs> <Don't tell me. laughs> we're under something. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's that on we camera. Should, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we say that. Yeah. yeah,
1: we're gonna show this when we have yeah. our own. Oh my god, I so would. Yeah, I so would. Um, fuck, that'd be good. That is a bit of a hole in the market in Sydney, to be fair. Yeah. Like, uh, what what would you call it? What type of beef is it? It's called something like a Shunk um or something. No, no, no. Sorry, not the actual it's cut of meat. Italian beef sandwich. Italian what, beef yeah, sandwich. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Um, but yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> uh nah so you're already here first, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that is a wrap for the Bear season one. What a show. Absolutely incredible. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates, podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. And huge thank you to Pat and James for coming on the podcast. Great chatting with you. Thank you very much for having thank us. Thank you. No Cheers, worries. Man. As always, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes by sending us a DM on Instagram or TikTok at cinemaze underscore. Otherwise, we'll catch you for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also, check out our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channel for more Cinemaze content. In the spirit of reconciliation we acknowledge australia's first nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the cameregal people of the eora nation upon whose country cinemaze is based we honor the storytelling and culture of aboriginal and torres strait islander communities across australia also in the spirit of chatting with mates remember it's always important to check in with those around you whether it's friends family or colleagues sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14.
2: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?